Hey, this is Maggie Carr from Maggie vs. Evil Dead. You can look it up on YouTube. And God have mercy on your soul because you're about to listen to Sean on Horribly Awkward Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Sissy Jones from Firewatch. I'm Delilah. I hate to tell you guys, but the rumors are not true. Sean is not horribly awkward. You've all been terribly misled. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead. And soon as Psycho Head, Rob Zombie's new movie, soon to be released, 31. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. Keep tuning in. Follow me. Hey, this is Dragonfly from Pure Gasmic Love. And you are listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's time to get awkward. Say what? Awkward. I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, guys, welcome to the episode. Very special episode today. My Uncle Johnny, I just got off got off of Skype talking to him. Uh, Johnny was part of Credence Clearwater for 21 years. So we're going to talk about that lifestyle and what it's like going from country to country what it's like to perform at the Super Bowl with Paul McCartney. Uh, <laughs> what a cool dude. Yeah, Johnny is my uh, my grandma's brother. So we're going to talk a lot about music. And we're going to talk about some stuff I didn't even think about, think we were going to talk about. We're going to talk about Big Sean and 50 Cent and Snoop Dogg. And just a lot, a lot about just music in general. I don't know. Wow, it's it's. Uh, I got a lot out of this. I got a lot out of this episode right here, and uh, I got. I also see kind of, kind of the traits I've been passed down in a way. Energy and creativity, and customizing yourself to feel like yourself rather than fit to mold. Having having that overwhelming desire to make things like yours to own it. Got a lot of the, out of this episode. I'm actually really excited right now for you guys to hear this. So uh, after the podcast ends, um, Johnny's not big on social media, so we don't have any social media plugs. So just enjoy this cool conversation. At the end, I have uh, right now he's he's actually working with some guys doing some Beatles music. So I I got three songs to play at the end, which are uh, Eight Days a Week. Here comes the sun, and I'm a loser. So I want to play these songs after the podcast ends. But yeah, enjoy, enjoy. Johnny's a really cool dude. So everybody, welcome Johnny Tristo. Hey Norma, Norma. By the way, Normy, Norma, we miss you. We, I, I really do miss you. So hopefully, you give me a call sometime and catch up. Cause Normy, you're the best. Hey Norma. Give us a horribly awkward! Horribly awkward! Horribly awkward! That's horrible. I can't even control myself. So horribly awkward. This is so awkward. This is so awkward. This is horribly awkward. No one off. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is weird, not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't do that, it's awkward. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 120 of the Horribly Awkward Podcast. I am Sean. As always, you guys know me. But today I have a very special guest. This is a very special episode because not only was he formerly in the group C- uh, CCR, Credence Clearwater, revisited, he uh, he's also family. So this is my grandma's brother. My great uncle, everybody give a warm welcome to Johnny Tristan! Alright, thank you, thank you. Yeah, what's up, man? Same, same, man. Yeah, living the life, huh? You're just taking it a little slower right now? Well, you know, I don't know if you know what happened to me a couple of years ago. Yeah, but yeah I, definitely. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I had a, a heart aneurysm that burst. And uh, so I was bleeding out. The hospital thought I had gas. <laughs> so they sent me home, and uh, two days later, my heart valve tore completely open. Wow. All, all the way down into my kidneys. So uh, I wasn't supposed to live through that. Uh, oddly enough, I did. I don't know how, you know. So I decided I'm no longer going to do the road. 
So that was it on that, you know, 53-year career. Jeez, man. I, I I look at guys like you, and I mean um, – I mean, you, you're with Creedence Clearwater, so you guys are you guys are going from like town to town to fair to concert, just touring like country to country, country to country, and it's it's yeah. when I every time we'd see you, it's like we go, you know, we we get some nice passes, nice backstage passes. Uh, you know, my grandma is uh, your sister, and uh, uh-huh. so sometimes it's my grandma, sometimes it's uh, my mom went a lot, sometimes friends, but it's like you, you're up on stage jumping around, man, so sweaty, and it's it seems it seems so tiring. And then after after you're like, you know, we get to talk to you for like five minutes, and it's like on the bus to the next spot. It's crazy. Oh yeah, it's you know it's not the uh, it's not the glamour lifestyle that that most people perceive. And you know it might be if you're Paul McCartney or the Stones. Mm-hmm. But uh, on our level, you know, we're just working stiffs, and you got to get to the next place. You know, it, it's <laughs> it's not that luxury scene. So you get off the stage, you got an hour to take a shower, dry your clothes. You know, with rock and roll laundry, you hang it on the lamps and uh, hair dryers and shit. You get back on the bus, you go to sleep, you wake up in the morning, you're in the next town, and you start the whole thing over. Wow. That's and so you don't really rest. You're you're at work twenty four seven. Yeah, that's um, I, I I get tired just hearing you talk about it. <laughs> uh, you know it's exhausting, and I'm an old man. You know, shit. Uh, I started touring with those guys when I was forty five, and most musicians are done when they're forty five. You know, so uh, yeah, it was tough, and we did. Uh, Oh my God, we were doing 110 shows a year at first. Wow. And I mean, if you you put a travel day on either side, I didn't have a life. I was never home. So we'd uh, we'd go to Europe for two months, and I'd live on it. And over there, it's not the luxury thing we got here. You'd live on these shitty little buses mm-hmm. that have curtains, not walls. So the headlights are shining into your bunk and... You know, everybody, you can hear everybody talking. It's just a whole different scene. So you come home off of two months of that, and you're absolutely dead. Yeah, I it can imagine, takes, man. It That's... takes everything you got. Yeah. So, I mean, you, uh, when did you join CCR? 1995. 1995. Yeah. Uh, so, the as far as the original band, uh, it, um, I think a lot of people, who are not familiar with it think that uh, Creedence Clearwater Vis- Revisited is it is a cover band and it's not a cover band. Uh-huh. Uh, so the original- no, it was, it's an extension uh, of Creedence, but John Fogarty didn't want any part of it. They've got this war going on that they've had. I mean, shit since 1970, mm-hmm. and it's not gotten any better. And it's you know million dollar lawsuits every year. And, uh, so they waited 25 years for Fogarty and he just said, nope, not going to do it. So, you know, you can't really say, Hey, no, you can't play your music. They did have a big part in creating that sound. So all they wanted to do was play. They didn't want to be rock stars. They didn't want to be, you know, globe trotters. They just wanted to play their music. And so that's what they did. They put another band together. And, uh, so it's a cover band in, only in the terms of John Fogarty wasn't there. And since he did everything, that makes it rough. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, you know, it took two guys to replace him. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, uh, Stu Cook was on the bass, original member, uh-huh. and uh, Doug Clifford on the drums, original member, correct? Yeah, okay. correct. And then Tom Fogarty, John's brother, died in uh, 1990. So, so they were two of the re- of the living three. Did you feel a lot of pressure to like be the credence guy? Because you you were the lead singer. You were up on the stage. I mean, most of the focus is on you. You're very animated. I feel like uh-huh. I feel like we have that trait in common. That's something we got. Like we can be very <laughs> animated, energetic, goofy. Like I see a, uh-huh. when I go to Grandma's house. I, I mean, I'm at Grandma's house. I'm there every week. I go and help her and uh, t- drive her to the store every Friday and Saturday. Like I do that, and then, you know, I see your pictures. First uh-huh. thing we walk into our house, there's, there's your pictures. Creedence Clearwater. There's your daddy o uh-huh. pictures, which are su- <laughs> super goofy. Like it, it's a uh, like, man, you you look like a guy who has a lot of fun, man. And I I feel oh, like I we got that in common. Absolutely. You know, we're blood. Come on, it's yeah. got to be in there somewhere. <laughs> but you know, 
the worst thing a person can do, and I don't care what you're doing in this life, is take yourself too seriously. Yes, yeah, I totally Come agree, Come on, man, man, get over it. Get yeah. over it. Have a good time. Yeah, I mean, this podcast is called Horribly Awkward. I mean, what do you, what do you expect? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, come on, man. And, you know, when we first started, of course, everyone uh, expected me to impersonate John Fogarty. Well, I can't. Uh, first of all, I look, you know, like a truck driver. He looks like a rock star, you know. So he, uh, and then, you know, my voice is real similar. So I could kind of get the the idea across. You know, yeah, it's close man. enough that, okay, yeah, it's respectable, and uh, and so that was the angle that I approached to that. But you know, people aren't going to let you replace their heroes. Yeah, I, I get I get that. I get. That. Oh yeah. But I mean, you you're good. You're good. I mean, you are really good at what you do. And it's when you go to a, a Creedence Clearwater Revisited con, uh, um, concert or show. You know, I mean, I know it's been a couple of years. You're not in the band anymore, but it was a uh-huh. lot of fun. You know. Yeah. Well, awesome. Coming from a guy the- like me that grew up on rap. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a whole different concept. And I mean, what goes into rap and what it represents is such a serious, heavy thing compared to rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Rock and roll is a lot you, more fun. You know, we are now what we were in 1967. A bunch of potheads having fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's really that simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, pot's making a comeback, man. It's legalized. Oh, man. And, you know, this is interesting. After my whole heart thing, I am one of the very few people that's actually registered with the state as a marijuana patient. It was prescribed for me. Wow, yeah. So I have to have it. Yeah, it's, it's legal medicine. It's pretty cool. I can go anywhere with it. I, um, I, I can't. I can't handle that. I can't handle weed. I just can't. It, uh-huh. it, I've got like OCD, ADD. If it, it makes me flip out, the idea of it scares me. But I'm so I'm so pro marijuana. I feel like yeah. I I feel like I'm a more pro marijuana than pro alcohol. And I do drink alcohol. I I do drink uh-huh. every once in a while. But the benefits from from weed are are so so great on the mind, on the society. Yeah. I mean, the states can make a lot, a lot of money. I'm just so pro pro for it. I just can't handle it so I don't oh, yeah. do it so I just watch other people have fun oh sure well see for me uh, it does for me what Ritalin does for kids that tweak out oh yeah yeah and, and I have something going with me where I get so twisted out and wound up uh, my blood pressure goes through the roof and oh, I get uh, it that actually, too I have to have it to calm me down yeah I get that too man my my uh um, we probably have that same thing coming I, like I have like I have it where I got like a million thoughts running through my head at once, and I'm like, uh-huh. I, I can't, like you know, I can't concentrate on what I'm doing. Like sometimes it's hard for me to watch movies because I'm thinking about everything besides yeah. watching the movie. And, exactly. Um, but like then I had this, it. yeah, then I had this creative thing like the podcast. When I'm here, I'm focused. Like me and you are hanging out. This is like one of the very few things I could do and kind of shut most things out. Yeah. Well, and that's because you're putting all your energy and concentration on one thing. Yeah. And that's me too, you know. If 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 I'm not stoned, everything's a big deal. Hey, come here. Did you touch my pen? <laughs> that that pen has been moved. No, I didn't. That fucking pen has been moved. <laughs> it was right here. I mean, it's it, what? But oddly enough, you know, that's it's just something they wanted to put me on Prozac and I said, "No." I'll just smoke more pot. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it, it's um it's natural, completely natural. Yeah, and so it's uh, you know for me it's medicine. You, you sure you? Uh, I mean, look look the stuff they have nowadays. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I have a lot of friends who are weed smokers, and this there's like the, all this all these different things now, like the edibles. And they got this like shatter, and they got all this, uh-huh. all these different forms of it now. That it's like nothing. Like when, when I actually did smoke weed was like was like early two thousands, a little bit. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. Um, it was way different. Like I couldn't even imagine yeah. being in that world right now. Well, that was practice pot back then. You know? <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they were just they were just learning how to control the THC. And, you know, back then, I think it was like 7% THC, and now you can get 90%. 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, come on. Back then, it looked like I don't like need a... to go to another planet. I just need to relax. <laughs> yeah, back then, I remember back then, it was like <laughs> the stuff you get, it looked like it came off the bottom of your cleats. It was like... Oh, yeah. It was, uh, it just... yeah, weird. It's, um, so, I would, but anyway, I mean, it, it's a good thing when you when you use it right. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pro for it. I just can't handle it. Yeah. I, my step my stepdad's always in a lot of pain. He has a lot of back pain and from a lot of surgeries mm-hmm. and and so on and so on. And you know, they it's like the doctors always want to prescribe you all this like heavy narcotics. And oh it's like, yeah. Just you know, I think there's other options. I, th- I wonder if that would be a good option or a bad option for him. I bring it up every once in a while. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, there's no side effects. There's no – it doesn't ruin your kidneys and your liver. Mm-hmm. You might fall asleep. Yeah. That's about it, right? Oh, yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> just just be somewhere where you can. <laughs> yeah. That's great, man. So, I mean, um, yeah. let's like let's, let's talk a little bit about your, like, touring with, with CCR and stuff. I mean, going – from place to place, and you mean you guys are doing the same songs and over. Did you have a favorite song that you like to perform? You know, they were for me. First of all, I'm not a tenor yeah, singer. I'm, uh, I, I guess you would call a, a high baritone. But John Fogarty is a true tenor, so his songs are just the tiniest bit out of my range. Mm-hmm. So it was a struggle for me the whole time. Wow. I mean, I had to, it took everything I could do to hit some of those notes. And, uh, you know, it's, it's physically exhausting. So any, any of the enjoyment you would have from it comes out and it was hard work for me, uh, you know, for the straining. So on a night when my voice was good, they were all favorites. Mm-hmm. On a night when I was struggling, I hated them. <laughs> yeah, I can see so, that. Yeah, but you know, I mean, how do you not like those tunes? Yeah, some of I mean, uh, "Born on a Bayou" and "Who Will Stop the yeah. Rain" down on the corner. It's like those. All I have to do is mention that name, and 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 everyone listening is like in their head, they just start singing the song, right? You know, "Who Will oh, yeah. Stop the Rain." You just—it's one of those yeah. the titles that you can't you can't say without singing in your head. Exactly, and uh, you know, it was just a brilliant catalog of work and. And to this day, I'll never understand what the hell their problem is with each other, but can't fix it. <laughs> I mean, I had to go to court to prove my name was John. <laughs> really? Why? It, yeah, because Fogarty said I was calling myself John to confuse the public. Oh, that yeah, that, oh, that makes God. sense. Yeah, because I'm going to make up a rock and roll name. I'm going with John. Yeah, I'm going with John. <laughs> I'd be Slash. I'm sorry. <laughs> slash! Welcome, Slash! Yeah, man! So, but I mean, you know, the whole the whole time it was just tense and uptight. And uh, just, it, you'd think it would be the coolest thing, but it was so negative because those, all those guys did was fight. Yeah, that's, so there that's was always sad. negative press. There was always, but I mean, uh, you know, when we got away from the United States, it was awesome because everywhere else in the world, we were big stars. Oh, really? So a lot bigger, oh. way, way bigger, just community of fans out there, huh? Oh, Jesus! It was. I mean, there were there are many countries we had to have protection. Well, which country specifically? Well, let's see, we went through Central America once, and we each had to have. Uh, these Israeli elite soldiers, each one of us had a guy, and he never left my side 24-7. Wow. So, and he sat on a chair outside my hotel room, and if I peeked out the door, he'd stand up and get on his radio and say, oh, Jesus, relax. <laughs> oh, Ohad was his name. Maybe he needed some but, marijuana. No, he was just, you know, you start thinking, where the fuck am I that I can't go over and get a burger at McDonald's? I know, he, that's why that, he needed it, so he'd relax a I, little. <laughs> I gotta have protection, you know, from, <laughs> but, uh, you, you never really know what's, uh, what's going on in other countries. Some people might really hate what we're doing. You know, real hardcore Cretans fans don't really like that when you do it. Yeah. The, the and I've been, stuff. I've been, I've been crucified, man. When we first started doing this, they really let me have it, the fans. Mm. 
Yeah, they didn't want me, you know, doing John Fogarty's job. So she, you know, I'm just a, I'm a janitor that got offered a cool job. That's all I'm doing. You know, I'm not trying to take anybody's place, and I never took credit for any of Credence or John Fogarty's work. You know. Yeah. What? A, what a uh, what a lifestyle, man. It's like I didn't know any of this stuff. Well, it's you know, it's interesting, but there's also some real coolness to it, you know, because uh, all of a sudden I'm I'm a janitor making twelve bucks an hour to oh really, that's my new salary. <laughs> And it's, you know, all the, you start living a different life and uh, you become what you consider yourself successful in what you've worked your whole goddamn life to do. I mean, you, 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 know, you got you to gotta say you had a lot of fun, though, right? I mean, it seems like... Well, there was stuff that was incomparable. I mean, I've been to the King's Palace with a, uh, a personal tour in Bangkok. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, I've met... I've met presidents. I've met Tony Blair. I've met, uh, you know, I've played with Paul McCartney. That was pretty cool. You played with Paul McCartney? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, at the Super Bowl in uh, 19, what the hell was it? Uh, or 2002. Oh, man, I didn't even hear about this. How come I didn't hear about this? No, oh, man, it's been, uh, it's been quite a ride, I got to say been uh jesus christ i've been around the world seven times ah how do you like flying like those long distances man do you guys get a nice setup on the airplanes you get some first class? oh yeah you when we leave the country we fly first class because yeah. you spend so much time on the on the plane plus the promoters have to pay for it so <laughs> ah do you get uh do you get free drinks oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good, and uh, you know, and of course, in our tour bus, we had a full bar, and so we never went without. Nice. Yeah. A, uh, it, you know, it's like anything else; it's a job. You got to be there, and if you don't feel good, too bad. You got to do it. Yeah, you just got to keep pushing forward. That's that's another one. I, c I can imagine that stress on your mind. And oh maybe. shit! I tell you, bro, when you don't feel good and you don't want to sing, it's the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. Yeah, I mean, I, I was sick recently, and I had to go to work, and all I had to do was pressure wash. I couldn't imagine being sick or feeling like total dog shit and like having to get on stage and be be animated oh. and sing, and wow, that that's a lot. That's a lot to take in. And you, you can't feel shitty, and your voice can't be bad, and you don't dare miss the notes or your voice crack or squeak or even go out, God forbid, and I've had that happen. I mean, at closing ceremony at Mardi Gras one year, <laughs> my voice went out. Whoa. I couldn't sing a goddamn thing, and I'm up there with Little Richard and uh, Larry King. What? <laughs> and my voice goes out. Wow. Little Richard, Larry King, come on. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <clears throat> I mean, you've done it all, man. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, the coolest thing was I got to meet most of my idols. You know, all the guys that... I looked up to when I was learning my craft and all of a sudden I'm touring with Leonard Skinner and the Doobie Brothers and we're friends now. Guys I used to worship, now they're my friends. Oh, that's amazing. That's a good feeling. That's a great Yeah, feeling. it is really, really cool. So I, that for me was the big benefit. So like, um, what's the biggest show you've, you've, you've done? Do you know a number count? Uh, that was with Paul with McCartney, oh, yeah, 90,000. <laughs> Shit. It was a big crowd. That's we amazing. Did. We had, you know, in New Zealand, we had several that were 30 and 40,000, and that's a lot of people. But that's a lot, yeah. With Paul, when you look out there and you can't see anything but heads. It's just a sea of people. You can't even see where it ends. Jeez. And the stage is so big. You're so far from the crowd that you can't make out a face. <laughs> wow. So, you mean, you were with Credence for a long time. So, when you first started and you said, like, there's all that pressure on you, you got uh -huh. you got uh, fans who are pissed off, you got fans who are probably happy, and you, that Credence mm -hmm. is back and still going, and um, you, um, how was the... How was the stress and like your anxiety of doing shows then compared to like towards the end? Well, towards the end, 
uh, the deal for me was as I got older, naturally your voice changes. It gets harder and harder to do that. And some of those tunes were just balls out screaming, mm-hmm. uh, you know, traveling band and up around the bend, up around the bend was the toughest song to sing. And it was the last one of a two hour show. I mean, I get to the end. Oh, really? I still got to do that. Oh <laughs> no. Yeah. That's two oh, hours. After two hours. 50% of the time I failed on the last song of the show. I mean, God damn it. You know, how's that make you feel? Working your ass all night and then you shit the bed on the last two. And... Jeez. I mean, but I mean, how was it like when you first started though? Was it, was it a lot? I mean, were you able to just get up there and do it or was it, was it hard? It was scary, it was, you know, yeah. because I've been on, I've been on stage for years and years and years, but there's a big difference between 2000 people and 20,000. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you're standing up there with guys that they know. You know, it's like, oh, shit, um, the two guys are in Credence, Elliot Easton from the Cars. I mean, I'm standing up there with legitimate legends and say, God damn it, I had better do this right. <laughs> They're oh, going to crucify me. Do or die, man. Um, you know, that pressure was just, holy shit. You know, I can't measure up to that. Come on, you, you got to give me some slack. <laughs> <laughs> How long but did it take don't. to get over that? How long did it take you to get through those feelings? It was three years before I was comfortable. Okay. It took me that long to really feel like I own the music because you have to somehow make it yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you you do you do such a great you did like a great job at doing that. Like when I went, I know it was Credence Credence's music, but like I was like, this is like John also Johnny's music. When I when I'd see you, it was like you you own yeah you owned it. Like that was that was you and a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, that was the challenge. And when the fans finally realized that I'm not trying to take anything away from John Fogarty, you couldn't if you wanted to. He's John Fogarty. Mm-hmm. You know, come on. So, you know, I told the guys I can't be held accountable to sound like him. So they finally said, all right, we get it. Relax. And I said, I need to be who I am. You know, I'm standing up there a farmer's hat and I said I'm a biker <laughs> so they let me uh, wear my leather vest and my do-rags and there you go now I'm comfortable <laughs> yeah yeah the do-rag that's like the signature Johnny look right there <laughs> yeah and with that the audience realized oh he's not trying to look do John Fogarty yeah and that, okay. that's what I really needed to break away no I'm not trying to do that yeah, that makes more sense. You got you had to you had to customize it a little bit. You customize your look yeah. and your feel, which customizes your feel. And I, I can mm-hmm. see that that tran- that's transformation right there seems uh, very important to any any artist of any any sort. Yeah, yeah. So one, once I figured out, okay, I can put this much of myself into this because you can't change that music. You got to be true to it. Uh, I couldn't go putting in my own licks and <laughs> and ad libs, you know. You have to stay true to it. However, I can put my inflection and my my tone and and that into it, and that that makes it mine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you got to figure. John Fogarty was in Credence five years. I was in it for twenty two. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you put it. So that I had way, him right? beat there. Wow. <laughs> What a what a yeah. what a lifestyle, man! I mean, oh, after so ninety five to uh, twenty, uh, how many years were you? <laughs> did you did you roll? Uh, uh, I, I I was done in twenty fifteen. So oh, so twenty years? Yeah, Joel, it was twenty one. Twenty one so, years. Yeah. So after twenty one years of this crazy ride, being in Credence Clearwater, going from town to town, country to country, tour to tour. I mean, just pushing yourself. I mean, I mean, how do you feel after all that, man? Did it wear you down? I'm, I'm really curious about this. It wore me down, but it also gave me something to look forward to or to live for, you know, however you want to put that. But, you know, and it, it oddly enough, kept me young. Mm. I didn't, I didn't really age, even though my body was, was, I didn't really look much older, and I certainly didn't feel any older. 
And I was in the gym five days a week lifting weights uh, in, right up until 2015 when my heart popped. And I thought, well, better knock that off for a bit. <laughs> for a bit. And, uh, you know, I thought it's only now that I'm allowing myself to stop that I'm starting to feel my age, and I don't like that. Oh, now, you, yeah, now you're like, oh, I actually feel this way. <laughs> yeah, so I've got I've got two bands together here where I live. You know, Johnny Bulldog, my rock and roll band, and then I've got an acoustic Beatles band. Oh yeah, I heard some uh, music uh, the other day. Uh, my mom was playing a couple of uh, songs. Yeah, and we're we're just finishing an album that should be done in the next couple of months. To this absolutely stunning if i don't say so myself so at least that's that's kept me involved in music you know and then uh i was in a one-hit wonder band in 1969 called people and uh had one hit record well we put that band back together and we're making a record right now oh cool people so we're going back to the past and, and doing that again so at least i've got projects going but I don't think I want to get back on the road. I'm done with that. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I I wasn't home 30 days out of the year for the first five years. How how do you feel now, like, being at home? Do you feel like you need to keep yourself occupied compared to that, you know, the lifestyle? With oh. oh, God, yeah. This is... Uh, you know where I live is where you come to re- to retire. You come here to die, not to <laughs> not to be thrilled about a project and do this and do that. It's <laughs> there is nothing here. Well, where are you, where uh, you, you know, living my, now? The town the town I live in has one traffic light. Oh, so you're you um, cro- so you can so you can cross the highway. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I, I mean, have you picked up any new hobbies? What keeps your mind occupied? Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a big woodworker, so that's that's one thing that I do. So all of a sudden, I'm building a lot of stuff. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm I, I'm uh, I'm really into yard work. I'm a man of the earth. Uh, we need you down here at Grandma's house then, because I'm not into yard work, and she always needs it. Oh yeah, but I got <laughs> ten minutes work. Oh my God, I can't even tell you. I love the, I love the smell of uh, wood burning when you're like sawing it. You know, like oh yeah, oh, I love that smell. Like I've had I've done wood um, wood class. I don't forget what you call it, but back in like high school or whatever. And there's that there's that smell you get with the wood and when it burns. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Good. Wood burning. Yeah, you that, doing just that just sawing something. You know, and it burns a little bit. Oh yeah, that smells so good. Well, yeah, it's awesome. Like we heated our house for ten years with wood only. And uh, boy, I tell you what, I said no, no more of that. I had to, I had to cut, chop, stack, and burn ten cords a year. Wow! So that was a that was a cord almost every month. I don't know how, how much you know about cord wood, but I bro, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I know, I know nothing about. It. I've never actually. I don't think I've ever been in a house that you know, like we have chimneys and stuff, but we never use them. Uh-huh. My mom doesn't use it. Grandma doesn't use her chimney, so. It's yeah. just, we use heaters. That's it. Oh yeah. Well, we had big, big, huge wood stove. You know, one house had a fifty-five gallon drum that was made into a wood stove, and you get a fire cranking in one of those, and you're warm. Mm. Nice. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So what? What so, are you? What I'm, are you I'm, into right now? What are you building? What kind of wood stuff are you building? Building. Right. Right now, I got really into uh, live edge. You know what that is? No. It's like they uh, they take a tree and they'll cut it into boards, but leave the natural edge with the bark and the uneven, you know. So it's like crackly, like it. So yeah. it's a really nice finished board with a raw edge. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's it's natural edge. So I'm doing making stuff out of that. I've been making coffee tables and headboards and stuff like that. Oh, that sounds like fun. It's a lot of fun until you try to you got to keep moving those big hundred piece hundred pound pieces of wood around. Oh yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound like Jesus fun. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, I'm digging that, so that's fun. <laughs> and then still playing music, and uh, I play on my pool table a lot. Yeah, you kicking ass at pool? Oh, I'm good. Oh, uh, I suck at pool. I, I, every once in a while, I go to my Uncle Ronnie's house, and they got a pool table, you know. So we'll, yeah. we'll get together, and I'll, I'll 
play a couple rounds and I, I suck ass at it, but it's always it's it's always fun. But when you connect that shot, when there's some satisfaction, like some beautiful thing about oh, connecting yeah. the perfect shot and just and just I don't know, there's something with the just the the power you put into the you put into the pull stick perfectly. You mm-hmm. connect with that that you know, you connect with the cue ball and you just you knock yeah. the right ball in and there's something beautiful about that, man. That's called in stroke. When you're in the stroke, that vibe goes through you. And when you truly got your thing, you can't lose. Yeah. As long as you stay in that vibe and it's magic. But I'm only good for two or three balls in that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like this energy. You just, you just, yeah, it's just, there's an energy there. It's really cool. It's a really lively feeling. It's, I mean, I, I imagine the same thing people get, like sports, like soccer ball players are out there and they, you know, they kick. Oh, sure. You know, they probably get that same kind of energy, but I'm, I'm too lazy to do that. So I can do pull every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I was never a sports guy. I was too busy with music. Yeah. Music's- you really, you really had to do one or the other. They're both full time. How much how much are you doing right now as far as music uh, on a daily? Do you uh, pull out the guitar, sing a little bit, some microphones? Uh, yeah, I always got you know I've got a guitar in every room, of course, and uh, so I like to I like to make it so I got a trip over them. That way you play them. What about in the bathroom? Got one in the bathroom? Nope, nope, don't go there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know you're always involved. That's what I do. Yeah. I, I imagine until my arthritis gets so bad I can't do it anymore, that's when I'll stop. Yeah, I imagine if you stopped right now, your arthritis would get worse. Maybe, you know? Well, yeah. You don't you don't use it, you lose it. So yeah. I try to keep moving, you know, and and uh, that, that's been a big deal in our family, as you well know, that arthritis thing. Yeah. I, I, uh, for everybody. So for me, it's in my feet and in my knees. So luckily, I don't have it too much in the rest of my body. But man, I tell you what, I can hardly move sometimes. Yeah, we've all got carpal tunnel arthritis. We've all got back problems. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I swear to God, it's everybody in our family. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm 37, man. I feel it in my back all the time. I feel like like I'm I'm like 90 years old. (laughs) Fuck, I know. I keep thinking, well, I'm happy. I'm 68. I'm upright and I'm not leaking. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm I'm doing okay so far. Yet, yet. <laughs> it, it's coming yep. though, man. Oh no, I know it. Yeah. And you know it ain't for sissies. <laughs> it, it's tough getting old. Yeah, it is. But I mean, you're you're still a very energetic guy, and you're still doing it in the music. And I I love that that you have that passion to just not give up. Go, oh, I'm sixty. You know, I've done. Oh, I'm no. almost seventy. I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. done. Like you, you're no, in no, there. No, you you're can't lay life. down. Yeah, you're living no, life, man. Can't lay down. That's it. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Keep doing it. Well, what age did you know music was your thing? Uh, you know, it had to have been, let's see, I was 13, I guess, 14. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was when the Beatles came out. Oh. The night I saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan, that was it. Done. I was a musician from that minute on. Yeah, the Beatles are yeah. interesting. I, I like the Beatles music. It's uh, oh. it puts you in a mind state. It's very trippy, obviously, <laughs> but oh yeah, it puts you in a it, in a it, mood. And you know, the people who didn't grow up in that era, you know, I was at the perfect age when they came out. You know, it starting my my cool teen years, and what a time to grow up. And and they didn't just bring the cool music; they changed everything. They changed hairstyles clothes styles the way people acted you know we were just a bunch of stupid asses then until the beatles then we got cool people started getting cool and hip and and dressing cool and hip and having great hair and and all of that they they changed the world and so i was one of those guys that when i saw them on the stage and all those chicks screaming i thought that that's a good job. I like that. <laughs> I, I want that. Yeah, give me that. <laughs> uh, I can do that. <laughs> so that's where I went, and you know that's been my influence to this very day. And here I am making a Beatles album. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I heard a couple of songs. Uh, I forgot which songs my mom brought over and played. She played two uh, of them. I forgot which ones uh, they were, but it was like 
that's Johnny? Wow. Like you're, 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 you're hitting some different notes that I'm not used to. Like it's very, yeah. it sounds good though. It sounds yeah. great. Oh, thanks. Yeah. There's some, there's a few tunes on there that are really tough that just sound so amazing, but we're just laughing. Jesus, that's us. <laughs> Damn. Pretty good. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we've been done with it real quick. I'll send you guys some records. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. Yeah. We've only got, because everybody in the band is busy. I'm the only guy that's tired. So we only can only put two hours a week into it. Mm-hmm. But it's taken fucking a year already. <laughs> Don't <laughs> come on. Yeah. As long guys. as you're having fun, man. As long as you're having a good time. Do you have any music that I could t- uh, add on to this podcast at the end? Or is it all, or is it still kind of on the hush for now? Uh, for the Beatles stuff? For um, any, any, any music at all. Anything, I mean, do you have you anything? Know, I, I got lots of stuff, but I have to send it to you. Okay. I mean, like, can you so, can you email uh, uh, something, or you got to send it physically? Uh, yeah, I can email. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. We'll do that, and I can just um, at the end, I can uh, add, I can add anything or as many as you want. So just let yeah, me know. Yeah, cool. I'll send you a few Beatles songs when we're done talking here, and uh, and uh, cool. You yeah, can check those out, and then you know, from time to time. Uh, I'll shoot you some some music, some Creedence songs, some a lot of different stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down. If well, as long as I can play it, I'm, I'm good. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, what else is going on in, uh, in Johnny Tristyle's life? Um, um, let's see. Uh, what, what what's your opinion on rap music? You know, I'm I'm into any kind of music, yeah. but there's a lot of music that I don't resonate with. Yeah, I get it. There's, I mean, and <laughs> I I can't say I don't like it. I can say I don't resonate with it, but my son was the most amazing death metal bass player you have ever heard. Really? And so I used to go, you know, me and my wife would go see him play all the time. And, you know, here's these old farts in there with these kids, and they loved it. Yeah. You know, that we were in there, and I got up and jammed with them all the time. <laughs> so I used to get up with them and say, hey, let's do a Cretan song, but you guys play it the way you would. And so uh, we had some fun. But yeah. So from, from that aspect, you know, I like anything. But, you know, it's like opera, country music. I like it. I don't resonate with it. Mm, yeah, I get that. I get that. I get. I mean, yeah. I, I grew up on hip hop, rap, but you know, there's a lot, uh-huh. of, a lot of the stuff nowadays. I just, I don't get. I think it's lazy. I'll be completely yeah. honest. I think a lot of the music. You're exactly lazy. right. I mean, um, give me Snoop Dogg. Now I'll listen to that. Come on. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Snoop give me, Dogg. Give man. me fucking Snoop. Are you kidding me? <laughs> give me Big Sean. I like Big Sean. <laughs> you like Big Sean? Wow. Yeah, man. I wasn't expecting. Like, I don't fuck with you. Come on, man. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't oh. give a fuck about anything you do. <laughs> yeah. Stupid-ass bitch. <laughs> I love Big Sean. I wasn't, ex- <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. That's awesome. Yeah. It's very cool. And, and you know, I like I like some, some of the really good uh, metal bands, you know, Chromio, stuff. I love that stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. And I mean, it's, I'm a fan of most music, even though I may not have it on my phone or maybe uh-huh. I'm not seeking it out and buying albums. Like I, I just, I think I like music as long as it's creative and I can tell that the artist is having fun doing it. I'm going to appreciate yeah. it. And you put some time and effort into it. You're not just standing up there, blah, 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 you know, <laughs> you can, t- you can tell when guys are working stuff out and you can, Jesus Christ, this shit's complicated. They had to have worked on this forever. Yeah, there's a like, there's a lot of rap like Eminem, and I, I listen to his stuff, and I'm like, how does he sit here and write these patterns and yeah. record them? And it's so complicated mm-hmm. that it blows my mind. Yeah, and so what you have to be with rap is you got to be a drummer. I mean, if you're not a drummer, I don't know how else you would feel that groove because they all, you know, the stuff that they do is all counter rhythm. They got a drum beat that's doing this, and they're doing a vocal that's this, and it's that's what's so cool about it, mm. you know. And like Snoop Dogg was the master of that. He'd have two or three different grooves going at once, and then somebody singing in the background something different. 
Now me, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Snoop Dogg back in like late nineties. That was oh, one, of, one yeah. of the first albums I had was a Snoop Dogg album. Mm-hmm. And uh I just it there was some sort of magic to it back then because it was new and it was like yeah. gangster rap. <laughs> this is hardcore. Yeah, but you but you could hear you could feel the amount of work he put into that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't just bullshit. Oh yeah, I got. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'll just throw a drum beat on and start. Yeah, I went to the store and I got really bored and I'm going. You know, it's not that shit. It it's planning and creative. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's because Dr. Dre was behind it with those those real West Coast sounding beats. Oh yeah, well Dre's a monster too. I mean, you know, there's some good cats out there. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, the pioneers of that were the best. I think. I think Dre made the biggest one of the biggest. Like when he sold the headphones, Dre Dre Beats or Beats for Dre, he made one of yeah. the biggest. Uh, I don't know if that was the biggest contract or biggest sale, or like it was one of the biggest things uh-huh. ever to be done. Like oh, yeah. billions for just as some headphones. Yeah, and they're shitty. <laughs> <laughs> they're really shitty. I never yeah. actually had them on my head. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh well, yeah, they're no good. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. But a guy who came from little to nothing, you know, making these gangster rap things is like a billionaire because he just came. Oh along God, there. yeah. Fifty Cent. I think he's like the richest, the richest rapper out there now. And that guy got shot like nine times, including once in the face. Oh, I know it. And he's these still. These cats uh, are tough. And then he came back, still making music. It's uh, it's weird because you listen to Fifty Cent, and if you listen to his his music, you can hear like because he got shot like in the jaw. He took like some shrapnel in the jaw. You can kind of hear it in his voice that he. Oh that, yeah. They had that, but it's cool. He just pushes through it. I mean, there's other ones. Kanye West, as well. He he got in a super bad car accident. And his whole face was yeah. like reconstructed, but he just kept yeah. pushing pushing through. I know it, man. And everybody, oh, you know, that's just. That's bullshit. It's just this, and it's just that. Like, are you are you listening? Mm-hmm. I mean, no, it isn't. Most of them have something to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Kanye West specifically had a song called "Through the Wire," and it was talking about him talk like his mouth is wired shut as he does his song, and he's like talking through it. He's talking through yeah. it like this, rapping, and like that's that's magical to the. I mean, I was never expecting to have this conversation with you. This is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. Well, well I'm uh, I'm I'm nearing the end of the time that I have, but I just now sent you three tunes. I'll sit here and wait till you get them. Okay. Make sure they come through. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Let's see. Uh, let me check right now. But you know, we we can we can do this uh, another time, brother. Oh, definitely. You know, I have fans of yours too, and I'm sure they would love to like do a group chat. Come on and chat with you. My friend Michael Codwell has been to a couple of your shows. Uh huh. Um, and he, you know, he really likes the music, and and there's, a, I mean, there's going to be a quite a few people who are, who are going would be interested in like just like hearing what you got to say, man. And, and uh, I, I really appreciate coming by. This has been like a, a good time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Meet for me too, and yeah, I'm way into that. I'm into chatting to your pals. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool, that'd be awesome. And mm-hmm. um, for the listeners, know I want you guys to know that Johnny does not really do social media, so we don't really have any social media links to plug. Um, he's smart about life. He stays down. He stays away from all the stress. <laughs> well, you know, I got so much of it out there on the road that when I came home, I didn't want anything to do with it. I just want to disappear. I get that. And uh, but it's different for me now that I've I've got nothing but time. Is huh? Maybe I should. <laughs> yeah, get back, get back on there, man. Have some huff. Yeah, or and then okay. realize right away how stressful it was. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I can always remember that. Okay, the tunes just went through, so I know they they went your way. Okay, let's see, let's see. So, oh, yep, got our email. We got. Okay, so. Uh, I'll play them in these this order. So right before you leave, uh, right now I'll have you like uh, I'll have you introduce the song. So I'm gonna play these songs in the in this order, guys. I'm gonna have Johnny, real quick say a quick thing about them. But the first one is Eight Day. Second one is uh, on here says I'm a loser. The third uh-huh. one says Here comes, Here comes the sun. Yeah, Here comes the sun. So a uh, little a little background on those three, real quick. Uh, you know, just 
what they are, the basic tunes, and we uh, we didn't use any drums. They're just three acoustic guitars, a bass, and the three of us singing. And uh, so we tried to keep it simple and honest, and that's really us. No tricks, no overdubs. Sweet, sweet. So, so that's gonna, it. I'm going to add those three right now right after I got off the phone with Johnny. But, uh, Johnny, I want to say thank you, man. This is, was, has been a great time, and I appreciate all the um, info you've given and all the questions you answered and all that. It's been awesome. You bet. My pleasure. And, you know, call me. We can do this a lot. I got nothing but time. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing but time. I'm thinking about singing, man. Actually, I did some well, I got songs. nothing but time for family. Fuck everybody else. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. I don't fuck with you. It's you it. stupid, stupid, stupid ass bitch. With you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great to talk to you, John. And uh, talk again soon. All right, man. Take it easy. Okay, you be well. All right, man. Later. Bye-bye. Hey, yo, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? Wrap it up, son. Wrap it up, son. Dude, big shout out to Sean Freeman for that super energetic wrap it up, son bit right there. Sean, dude, I miss you, man. Come back on the podcast. Let's hang out. Uh, Me and you need need to, I don't know, just throw some energy back and forth and see what happens, man. Sean's a good dude. Uh, Listen to Sean's podcast. Sean Freeman. Listen to Sean Freeman's podcast. Zombie cast. Always good times. Uh, wasn't that a good podcast? I mean, John Tristow, who was with Creedence Clearwater for 21 years. Crazy, right? I, could, I mean, it's, it's just, that's, the, that's the lifestyle right there. Music and just having fun. Getting on stage in front of 90,000 people. Oh, God, 90,000 people. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that part, but the rest of it sounds great. Well, most of it. Most of it sounds great, right? There's the downs and the ups with all, with everything, right? With all kinds of business and lifestyles. and uh, You know what I'm saying? Big shout to Johnny. And, uh, you know, big shout to him also for staying clear of social media because social media will eat your dignity. It will eat your brain. It will eat you alive. As you can tell, I had none of this planned, but I had to fill out a little, you know, wrap it up, son. Big shout out to Sean Freeman. Wrap it up, son. You know? I mean, who who thought I was going to be singing Big Sean lyrics with <laughs> John Tristow, who was the lead singer of Creedence Clearwater? That's crazy. You guys can find me on uh, Twitter if you want. Yeah, at awkward underscore podcast. Of course, find me on there. You can find me on Twitter. My, my personal account on Twitter is at they call me I am's. If you guys want a game, if you guys have a PS4 or Steam, uh, add me. My gamer tag is they call me I am. So add me on there. Shoot me a message. Say hey, what's up? Listen to the podcast. If you're just adding me, uh, I don't know. I usually will send a message back saying hey, who's this? Not like in a rude way, like hey yo, who's this? Hey who who this? New gamer tag. Who this? But, uh, yeah, send me a message, whatever. Just, just be friends on there. I'm on, the, I'm a proud part of the Hush Your Face Network. So, big shout out to, to all those guys. Tavern Podcast. The Hoonan Show. Rocky. BB. It's awesome. All the other good, sh- there's a lot of shows on there. You know, Horrible Gamers. And, uh, <laughs> I See, when I don't write things down, I'm just like, I know all the stuff that's on there, right? Like the Who's Right podcast, Brand X. Um, <laughs> I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> They're Nerd Wells. Random Rambling. I can't forget Random Ramblings with Rob. Big shout out to everyone. Uh, just go over to hushyourface.com and, and check out all the other stuff. You can find you can listen to me on Radio Vegas Rocks Monday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern. This is gonna be a great episode for Radio Vegas. Uh, sometimes I put stuff on YouTube. You can find it there. Um, Instagram. I'm pretty uh, active on Instagram. Find me horribly awkward show. I believe. Uh, find me on Facebook if you want. Yeah, send me, give me a like on Facebook. I like when I get likes on Facebook, guys. I like being liked. So I do whatever I can to be liked. I will. I will work for peanuts. 
I will jump through hoops on fire for you guys, the listeners. Drop me a voicemail at 510-600-3475. Or send me an email, horriblyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. Today on the podcast, I have learned that I need to get out and do more stuff. I need to... I want to feel alive. I mean, why live this life and get through it and just not really feel alive? It just doesn't make sense, right? I want to get out in front of 90,000 people and do a podcast. They'd be totally bored, but there might be like 10 of them that would really enjoy what I'm what I'm saying. So, I mean, that's a dream of mine, getting out in front of 90,000. Can you imagine a sea? It's like a sea of floating heads, right? Just 90,000 people, you know, just Jesus. That's that's crazy. I can't even imagine that. I got up in front of church to do my testimony once in front of um, in front of five or six hundred people. I mean, the lights are so bright you really kind of forget there's that many people. But it's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna end this podcast now because I'll just keep rambling, guys. Thanks for listening. Catch you guys next week. And I'm glad uh, I'm glad you stuck around. I'm gonna play some of Johnny's music right now after I do the you know the normal outro. So stick around. In uh, three minutes-ish? Two two minutes? I don't know. Bye. Hey, Gidget! 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 As Gidget would say... Peace out, Brussels sprouts! Hey, it's the S to the M And the L to the Issa Slammer games in the house So drop your... Listen! Poor whiskey, backward cock flask Merrily sock, bird telecast Destiny doctor downcast Callously squandered lamb Heavenly slaughtered broadcast It's the Horribly Awkward Podcast Bud, how you doing? Good, I'm, I was trying to figure out how to I forgot how to call a phone number on Skype I had to figure that out real quick <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I live in I live in the boonies, and we're just removed from communication. Man, I couldn't even imagine. I, I'm like, I think I'm too. Uh, I think I'm too in the forefront of communication. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> it get it gets overwhelming. Oh yeah, that's a horribly awkward show. Faces coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh, funky pods with a fresh, funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Darling, the 